IBSB Talk Show. Hey, hello, good afternoon. Welcome to IBSB Talk Show. This is your host Azizur Rahman. So today we have one of the most special guests, and uh, I I have to say this because uh, she her character suits for the saying called "age is just a number," and also uh, like she started her career in a very late age, but she is famous. She is a stand-up comic, and she is also a ventro artist. She has uh, one of the best friend called Jack Denial. So yeah, she is nothing but Seema. So hi Seema, how are you? Hi Aziz, I'm good. Thank you for calling me, having me here. Yeah. So hope you are doing good. And how is Nepal? Oh, it's amazing. Lovely. Yeah. It's cold. It's lovely weather right now, and it, uh... it will be obviously. And <laughs> so, uh, we we have to start. So I'm starting with the question like. like how was your career started like uh, how was your career started you started with ventro first or you started with stand up comic and what was your opinion on starting your career in the age of 40 uh, yeah first of all it's called ventriloquism and a lot of people don't cannot cannot pronounce it in fact when i did it in nepal for the first time nobody had heard of this term or didn't even know what it was so uh, yes it was a big risk at me trying to do something which i had not learned it professionally or i just just basically just self taught and uh, yeah i was a housewife for the longest time i i have two kids i tried to help my husband in his business and ease into it i he has retail stores here i tried to look after them but somehow i i didn't feel like i belonged there i i was a total misfit yeah so uh, i had happened to join this club called toastmasters which is uh, an internationally it, it's an international club for public speaking so in on that platform first of all i joined uh, because a friend friend of mine forced me into doing that otherwise i was never a stage person i mean i had a massive stage fright like yeah. to come up on stage was like i think i thought i would collapse it was like a extreme fear and i joined and then on that platform i realized maybe i should try stand up comedy everybody there were two three toastmasters who said let's do a showcase event and that's when i thought that uh, let me also try because i was funny in smaller groups and in parties and stuff with friends but i didn't know i could take it up on stage and be funny in a, in a larger audience so i tried it and this was in 2009 and I made a lot of mistakes when changing voice. I tried stand-up comedy and ventriloquism together. It was yeah. not like first this. Don't know first. I tried it together, and it. That's when I realized that this is what I want to do. I like that moment when you find your calling. I had that, and I didn't know how I would do it because in Nepal there was no comedy scene at all. Yeah. So, but I knew this is what I would want to do. Wow, that's great, actually. So, please introduce Jack to the audience. Okay, so I normally ha- I have a whole lot of puppets, but this is the one character I have built over years, and I give a background about him that he he he's old and he's rude because he's had some issues in the past, like oh cut the crap and get me out of here. Okay, <laughs> so Aziz, hi. you know hi, my Jack, friend. How are you? I'm good. That don't ever say that in a flight. What? <laughs> don't ever say that in a flight. Yeah, he says hi, Jack. That Highland turn take off. Okay. So don't say hi Jack, okay? Ah, he gets it. Okay, I know he gets it. Yeah, I got that. Okay, sorry Jack. Uh, I'll never repeat that. 
so please introduce uh, yourselves to audience like how you started how how seema gave birth to your character in front of the people in your voice it's embarrassing it's embarrassing eh, what, what do you mean <laughs> it's not funny hey, she she handles me what do you mean it's not funny you know what she does to make me talk no uh, this is a podcast let's just behave yourself you know she has to put her hand right at my ass okay stop it this is how ventriloquism works yeah right of course that's how it works and they have to know what it is like ali had no clue what it's like okay it hurts okay. i really want you to be nice jack so you be nice i am nice yeah that's what they say no i am nice the other hell i i said other hand my other hand is right here to worry okay so aziz what what are you what was your question i'm asking like how seema gave birth to you i mean to your character she cannot get up to a day now okay yeah, i cannot give birth to a baby but uh, yeah how did you come into existence she ordered me online yeah <laughs> from where i mean amazon or flipkart yeah one of those okay i think it is ebay uh, it might be ebay same yeah. thing okay So how many friends do you have Jack like there are many puppets i think in your line Seema like this is this was the I most famous one I have What? a lot of puppets but yeah you're cheating on me you know i'm not <laughs> cheating on you i do have a lot of other puppets and you know i don't take you for kids shows hi i like kids no i know you like kids but uh, kids don't like you much because you're very rude no i'm not rude you idiot Exactly that's why I said you are rude. Oh okay. Okay okay Jack thank you go and have your sleep. That's it. I got to go yes you know he yeah. he wants to talk to me. Are you sure you want to talk to her? Okay. <laughs> he, he is sure. Bye Jack. Bye. Bye Jack. <laughs> it was great literally it was great Asima and I have to ask this what was the magic behind this Ventro and who was your inspiration personality behind this? So you know, the thing is I discovered a split personality within myself. Oh. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So here I am playing the you know I have to behave myself because I'm a mother, I'm a daughter-in-law, I live in a joint family. So I I play the goody two shoes. I'm always I'm telling him not to make. So all the jokes are coming out of Jack. Yeah. So this split personality there is this naughtiness in me which is always there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm able to differentiate that very well. through yes. this act through yeah. ventriloquism normally if i say that to somebody that you're ugly i mean they'll get offended but jack Obviously. tells people anything left right and center he's told my audience to get out and they don't even feel bad because it's coming out of him you know uh, yes. even though they know it's not real mm-hmm. so uh, and it's me talking but they don't get offended easily i mean people people who want to get offended will get offended anyway nahi bolo to bhi offend ho jayenge so yeah so actually i thought like ventro was like uh, you will uh, add somewhat mic in inside the puppet and that you you will be giving the voice but after that after seeing your act for the first time on the open mic i have gone through google and uh, detailedly saw each and everything that ventro artist does two voices one is his own voice one is his puppet voice so that was really amazing of you okay like uh, speaking about the things i have gone through your insta handle and there was one of the most famous line that i have sung performed together with the two famous comedians 
so what was that experience yeah oh yeah so i took up ventriloquism and comedy professionally uh, it's been about 3 years to end yeah, yeah. 2017 towards the end i started now i became a in house comic at the canvas laugh club in india mm-hmm. so i was traveling and everything and through that canvas laugh club i got a spot in the us i was anyway traveling to the us for my daughter's spring break okay and this was in march and then gotham comedy club i got a spot which is 8 minutes everybody i mean all the other comedians which were 15 comedians they got 6 minute spot i got 8 minute spot and i was like really excited because i'm a traveling comic so i got mm-hmm. and i was the only ventriloquist in that entire show actually they don't have even in the us when i asked the audience like how many of you have watched ventriloquism live not one hand went up so oh. i was surprised i thought at least us may you know people would have seen but they hadn't and i performed and i got amazing response to the extent like the producer called me and he said you know your art is good your jokes are good so keep up the good work and everything then the owner called me and even the, he was very appreciative and he was standing at the door and uh, that's when he told me that i'm standing here because i'm waiting for jerry seinfeld to walk in wow. and jay leno and i was like oh my god yeah because they were the surprise artists in that same show where i had mm-hmm. just performed yeah and they came in and yeah it was like a highlight of my life and i saw them perform live and the fact that i was there on the same stage in the same show and they are like the legends of comedy they are the ones who started the comedy scene in the world so yes for me this is an amazing experience Oh. My only uh, the only thing I feel bad about is they missed my show. So oh. next time, ha. Huh? <laughs> It's okay. We can link every time. Hey, both. Ha. Ah, maybe someday we'll perform together again. You never know. <laughs> And also speaking about the thing, how do you handle the mental stress that you have? So let me uh, explain this question with the example. For example, your set is at eight p.m. in the night, and you have one quarrel between your friend. Uh, between seven thirty to seven thirty to seven forty, and you have to go to perform towards the set, and you should make the audience laugh. That is what the stand-up comic do. So, like, how do you balance these both moods and make people laugh? So, I do really feel feel very amazing. Like, uh, if I were in angry mood, I can't make people laugh. So, how? What is the mantra behind that? So, more than fighting with friends, I've had. fights with my kids oh when they really drive you up the wall and you know how kids can just try your patience to no extent you think this is it it can't get worse and it does every time they challenge you and it gets worse so they i've had some serious fights just before a show completely mood off and what you need to do is like i think you need to switch off just disconnect or kind of you know uh like a lot of people have either paid for you to come for a show or they expecting certain things and you cannot let that mood come on the stage yeah so i have to give my 100% irrespective of what my background is or how the whole day must have been like like totally screwed up but here i am like all fresh and all i have to do that sometimes okay. i just like i loosen myself i'll do breathing i'll do yoga i'll walk around i'll go to the loo a lot of times because i'm nervous and i'm scared and I obviously want to really kill it, but mentally I'm like, oh my god, I have, I still have to go back. I mean, after the show, I have to continue this fight, or I have mm-hmm. to either apologize, <laughs> I have to make her apologize, or make him apologize. Yes. So, yes. Wo, 
वो दिमाग में रहता है बट यू टू जस्ट डिस्कनेक्टेड गेट इट आउट ऑफ द सिस्टम गुड शो एंड देन बैक टू लाइफ yeah and in this question the another question is i think your first show was on gurugram if i'm not wrong like i have seen yeah. your instagram i yeah. second post i think so how was that experience like i think it was the first open mic or it was the first stand up set i think my first open mic was in mumbai in 2013 i just tried a four minute i didn't even have material more than four minute to perform yeah. that time mm mm-hmm. it was so overwhelming the fact that it's firstly it's a big stage it's a good big room almost yeah. a capacity of 250 although that time that day there were 200 maybe oh yeah. and the lights on that stage there are about 10 spotlights on you mm-hmm. so automatically you just start sweating you you your eyes become like this as if you're in in like bright sunlight you can't see people around except for slight a little bit of the front benches and ek to i i have glasses so i and i don't wear glasses on stage or any i don't even wear contacts yes, so i yes. can't see anything beyond anyway hmm. so that experience was really scary it was yeah. uh, scary but at the same time after you've done it that sense of fulfillment that mm-hmm. that oh my god what have i done that kind of a feeling is just unbelievable it's, literally you got charged up after the performance yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. at that time Uh, I was wondering, uh, how am I looking? Am I looking fat? Uh, the, uh, is my voice clear? Both my voices. Now I have to make sure that Jack is also equally audible now because oh, I don't move my lips when talking. Uh, when he's talking, that challenge is always there, hmm. and so that's why I usually carry my headset. I carry my mic with me mm-hmm. if it's a longer show. For open mics and all, I can do with a stand mic. Yeah. But what happens in stand mic is. I have to look at the at the mic both the times all the time, so it doesn't yeah. look as realistic because if I normally I want to look at him and talk to him and he talks to me, but with the stand mic I'm I'm stuck here. Hmm. He can look around left and right, but I'm looking here only like it's not only this much. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's difficult, but I I don't know I'm somehow managing to pull it off. So पता नहीं कैसे but yeah. So it was great actually, yeah. And also speaking about your experience only. like how do you manage your work life balance as you said you are from joint family and you do have like uh, managing your husband's business and uh, taking care of your child what was that experience about like work life balance so now my kids are grown up my daughter is 23 my son is 18 and i took this profession really slowly hmm. the fact that i did my first show way back and then i was doing like literally one show a year or even less and to be able to build up that material so i gave enough time to my family to get used to that i'm doing this this is this is it now i'm not going to go back to business or anything i'm not going to try getting into work that yeah. work yes so this is what i'm going to do hmm. and the family also attended my shows hmm. and when they did they re- they appreciated and they realized how funny i am and this is what this is where i belong so obviously they were all supportive and now what is it i'm I, i'm so convinced that i want to do this that uh, i i give this priority my work yeah. but of course this family and somehow you you know 
whatever is important you you find to balance you 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 kind of you know prioritize your things you weigh your options at this point does my kid need me more or does it is this show more important to me so i go for the show the kid i can kid can wait he'll understand is is a big boy now yeah so you know things like that yeah, it's just it's an every day thing every day decisions and choices that you make i don't know how i'm balancing it whether i'm doing it well or no but somehow it's working yeah so and speaking about the uh, puppets you have like uh, the ventro artist the thing is giving life for a uh, unlife uh, puppet or unlife toy like in that how many toys you have in your line i'm seeing your instagram i can see you have a jack you have one a monkey and i think you have one granny character also and uh, apart from this how many characters do you have okay so firstly when i'm giving voice what you also have to realize is this character the other character also has a different accent hmm make you believe more it's not the same accent it's got slightly jack ka to hai hi accent so jack hmm. is now well established i have granny hmm i have uh, so monkey and snowy that is a dog puppet hmm. and uh, toucans i have two birds i have actually i have at least 20 30 puppets obviously i don't have 20 wow. 30 voices hmm yeah hmm. but itne voices hai nahi itne accents bhi hai nahi hmm but So if uh, and there have been times when I have done two puppets also. Whoa. Hmm. Yeah, which means three voices, three accents, and three hands. And now left hand is not very well coordinated as much as right hand is. Yeah, yeah, we can see that. <laughs> so it's I, I've done it, but only for a minute or two, not for too long, because it's it's a lot of work, and I'm also learning. I'm not that uh, yeah as hmm. professional yet, and somehow I the more I I have to practice, I know that. so i and i do have more characters which i have not yet built up on like i have a baba ganush oh he mm-hmm. like a baba and i call him baba ganush and uh, some puppets are not very comfortable on the hand yes like granny she's good i've, I've created a character like i've established that she's old and she's cool and everything but her mechanism inside the rubber it's very hard so my hand really hurts i can't do it more than 4 oh. 5 minutes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh, like jack is an easy light puppet Obviously. so it's, it's mm-hmm. yeah so easy to handle him so this all these things also i'm learning what works what doesn't and now there are obviously a whole lot of professional dummies that people have made which i don't have it yet but they have a lever inside mm-hmm. i don't even wow. have to put my hand up and do this just yeah. the, you 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 know hold the lever and then the mouth will move on its own so yes but and those become very heavy also and mm. i don't like those typical uh, you know ventriloquist dummies which have this cut here and you know if you see them at night they look scary i don't know i yes. i i avoid those i haven't got any of that that puppet, those kind of puppets yet mm. but for kids i have a whole lot of small i have a crocodile crocodile wow. is sitting right here hmm yeah yeah i can see that i can see many things i can see a uh, monkey also there small king kong the, type this, this is a horse here and the other uh, so i have a horse. i started actually i started puppet shows with my kids around kids oh. as in my two kids and then my uh, other joint family always had like an audience of four five obviously ha huh. all the time so at the end of the day after dinner i would tell them like you know knock knock jokes but with those puppets which you have only which only the hands move not the mouth because that time mm. we didn't get those kind of puppets. and i would say you know i had a horse i had a tiger tigger and mm. uh, knock knock uh, but that time i used to move my lips i didn't know mm-hmm, how to mm-hmm. without yeah but 
from there i took it up on stage it's it's because of my kids that i would tell and they would really enjoy this stupid show that i would just do some it it was called water witty show oh. i mean just for my obviously we to enjoy your show we were already obsessed after seeing your show actually and also speaking about the technology that evolved like you started in 2013 and it's 2021 actually now and how social media helped you to show your presence show your comedy throughout the social media you know i am not very good with social media as the younger generation is now wo generation it comes in the way somehow abhi wo sikha nahi hai maine wo what i do is what i love doing is i update my insta stories every day yes obviously. and i am a compulsive punner i mm-hmm. pun in everything i pun in left right i don't know i all the i'm just thinking of puns all the time yeah. so most of my insta stories is punning yeah but that's the only thing i have done and now i have started putting up small small one 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 liner joke with jack you must have yeah, seen yeah yeah isolated yeah. that was a recent one <laughs> yeah so i do those uh, kind of short videos but i'm also i don't know i'm not very good at i don't know how people put up a video on youtube and they get uh, 1 million views in like half a day i don't know how that works in fact in a way i'm happy what i'm doing right now I don't want to get to that level and where I'm stressed out with oh my god I didn't get likes or views and I'm comfortable right now where I am. I know I need yeah. to have that drive and I need to have million views. Let's see someday when <laughs> I have a good manager or something. <laughs> yeah, and also the question is I I got instantly like did you got any calls from Bollywood for the voiceover or for the acting or for anything? You didn't. No, not yet. Yeah. okay and there is one last question for the day that is uh, you have to say that in your granny's voice the granny character voice so one advice for the millennials that we have right now like the situation is very bad it's getting uh, better but it was worse in 2020 so how do you advise millennials like what what is your advice and we want to see that in granny's voice Okay, so uh, Granny, you wanna come up now, dear? I don't want to. Okay, but can you just give the advice? Did you hear Aziz's question? Yes, dear, I did. Okay, so what is the advice you want to give the millennials? Oh, just be yourself. Okay, but uh, is that good enough just to be yourself? Yeah, because everyone else is taken. Okay, everyone else is taken to be yourself. Yeah, okay, that's a good advice. Anything else, Granny? Yes, dear. Okay. Who? What is your other advice? Whatever you do, give your hundred percent always. Okay, not bad. Thank you, Granny. Except when you're donating blood, don't give your hundred percent. Okay, fine, Granny. Thank you so much. How about that, Aziz? Yeah, that was great, actually. Yeah, thank you, Simo. It was one of the greatest uh, podcasts that we have ever did in IBSB talk show. Literally, we are really very ho- honored after uh, taking your interview. And uh, this was uh, our time, guys, with the Sima. It was one of the greatest uh, podcasts that we had with Sima. So do follow her on Instagram. I'll be giving uh, Instagram handle in the bio also. So thank you, Sima. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you for coming in the IBSB talk show. Stay tuned, guys. Bye bye. Thank you.